0: Oh, oh! I've remembered to take my collar off. There we go. I say I remembered. It's just because it jingled and I heard it. Otherwise, it don't matter how you get there, as long as you win.
1: One, lovely. <laughs> I hear. <Yeah. laughs>
0: when we were doing three, two, one to clap, like that's how we sync right. up, right? Three, yeah. two, one, clap on the first beat. If listeners, um, because this is going in now, <laughs> I heard Gav count down Like you, you did the cue up. You said, "I'm going to go three, two, one, clap yeah. on the first uh, fourth beat," and then Gavin was talking to himself and I just heard him go three, two, one. And then I clapped, (laughs) and then realized my folly and had to clap again in time. So I didn't, it was kind of like a rhythm game. I've turned Podquisition into Gitaroo Man (laughs) is what I'm saying at the end of the day. And speaking of Gitaroo Man, we may have some hot musician (gasps) on today's episode. Because it's a special episode did you know that laura or not? I-
1: i've heard it's a special one we got we got a certain gavin a G- gavin here hello miracle of sound
2: hi <laughs> it's been been a while
1: it's been a while but there's yeah. a from
0: soft game and is that what the special occasion is we've got gavin on for this i thought it was because i had a banana fridge you have a banana fridge Oh, it's really good. Um, <laughs> but I suppose we could go with what, what I would consider a secondary uh, headline, um, a sub-headline, if you will. Uh, it is, for the first time in years, Gavin Dunn, The Miracle of Sound on
2: Podquisition. Yep, I believe we promise.
1: Devil I are believe you? we
2: promised that when um, Elden Ring came out that we'd all get together and talk about it.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. And and this is one of those like when when it was coming out it's like, "Oh, maybe we'll sort it out for around like, you know, release day or something." It's like, "No, this game
2: It's big. Mm. I just yeah, I, I only just rolled credits last night." Ah, uh, so Oh, wow well, you actually beat it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we we have uh, how much money hours have you put in now, Steph? You're in the sort of 60-hour range, is it?
2: We've
0: got to be careful with this episode because even even though it's a spoiler cast, yeah. Laura and I could still be very spoiled because we've been <laughs> playing it for, yeah, like, like, uh, like about must be 50 hours or so. I've only beaten the second boss.
2: That's something I meant to ask. Is this um, a spoiler free discussion?
1: I think we can talk a certain amount. Like we I, I'm 65 hours in now and I have beaten the second boss. I would say, yeah, we could <laughs> at least talk around
0: there. Um mild spoiler warnings. Yeah. Uh I'm counting Margit as boss one, like story wise. And then um uh was it God Godrick the graffed it? Yeah, that's boss 2. Um or God
2: Oh, I- you have like Oh. You're like oh. you're a fifth you're a fifth of the way through the game.
1: <laughs> okay, so when you said oh. se- boss 2, I thought you were about where I was, which was the next area is mid-boss and main-boss.
0: Did I go yeah. the wrong way? No, no you've not gone not the wrong all. way. I but... beat Margie, I beat the Grafted, and then I've explored like yeah. 50 to 60% of every other part of the region. Uh, okay. And then run into things like, <laughs> oh, I've only I've only just discovered there's a fucking underground. Yeah. Oh,
2: you you have no, like...
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, there There were three times I thought this game was about to end. And each of those times, it was like, oh no, no, there's a new huge area. <laughs>
1: this this game is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so like, here's here's roughly how my path through this game has gone so far. Um, I I went through Margate and through the person with a billion arms with a dragon for an arm. I went up there, and then I spent like fifty hours going completely the opposite direction of plots. Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole underground section where you go down the hugely lengthy area, uh, uh, elevator in the, the first area, and I stumbled upon that really early Same. and got very preoccupied with this is where I live now, I don't yeah. care if I'm underleveled I'm doing this yeah. <laughs> I found a teleport that sent me all the way to a far end of the map where enemies like right at the start of the game were dropping a thousand runes apiece yeah.
2: That was such a fantastic <laughs> troll uh, right on the first right next to the the first place you come out into the open world they put a, a trap that puts you into one of the hardest areas in the whole game <laughs> i it was hilarious but it did a great job of encouraging me to
1: like I worked my way back to the starting area from there and granted I did a lot of just like running past enemies but like it got me to get a lot of the map uncovered and get a better sense of the world that I don't think I'd have done if you know, I hadn't been thrown there and forced to do it. Yeah, I think we're missing the
0: most important aspect of this discussion, though. I have an insect for a head. <laughs> you have an insect for a head.
2: Scarab hat.
0: Yeah, I found one of those. I was
2: wondering would Steph go with the scarab or the mushroom hat.
0: I see. I've I've heard of the mushroom hat, but I don't have it yet. I was trying to farm for the octopus hat, but so far no joy. And I want My- the pumpkin helmet
1: as well.
2: There's a horrible little gargoyle hat that you can get as well.
1: Oh, the little, the little ones from the the mini dungeons. I do have that gargoyle hat. It's pretty good.
2: This one actually, this this FromSoft game compared to, and it was so funny stuff because I was thinking of you while I was playing it because there were so many ridiculous. Silly looking helmets popping up, like the Burger King mages and stuff. <gasps> I just got the Burger <laughs> King mage. Yeah,
1: literally yesterday I got the Burger King.
2: Mage. And I was like, Steph is gonna love this. Me, I was like, I was like, Ed Lord over here trying to find find cool looking armor. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what's funny though is I um played for thirty hours. <laughs> I was on stream. I've been streaming it a fair bit, and I was on stream, and and I'd mentioned I've been playing thirty hours, and I expressed my disappointment in that. I actually hadn't found anything funny or fun or cool. I'd stuck with my starting outfit for 30 plus hours. And then Chet was like, you've been in Limgrave all this time. And the moment I started exploring other areas, I started finding more cool stuff. But it was just amazing that I thought it was disappointing costume wise. But what had actually happened was I just managed to spend that much time in the area before even cooler shit
1: happens. Same. Yeah, same.
2: Limgrave is very stingy with armors.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's very stingy with armor, but it's got a lot of like narrative setups and a lot of like quest beginnings and a lot of. Yeah. Uh, I've been play, playing with a, a pretty cool set of, like, full set armor. Uh, the Clean Rot armor set. It is a cool set of armor with a red flowing cape and... Oh, yeah, I caught you on stream last night. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, what, what class did everyone start with? And what have you been, like, specking towards in terms of, like, your, your build type?
2: Um, I start... I was very boring. I started with the Vagabond's, um, knight class. That's
1: your sword just, and shield, isn't it?
2: Yeah, ended up as, yeah. um like 80 decks (laughs) with a long with a long sword i'm so boring (laughs) a fucking long sword the dark souls 3 long sword carried me through the whole game
1: (laughs) i started with the samurai and i'm still using the the uchi katana that that comes with as its starting weapon uchi katana's good i um switched to it for a little while and yeah yeah it was it's it's good i've been going high decks and i've entirely been relying on the R2 unsheathe move that it has where you can do like a oh, very yes. quick very high damage in trade for some FP and
2: oh okay here's here's a tip that the game didn't explain properly that is an absolute game changer you know those R2 moves yep if you go to the guy in the little shack who sells the the arts yeah uh, in Limgrave you can make it so that your shield has no art <gasps> and every time you press L two, the parry button, you can use that to do your special move <gasps> with your sword.
1: Where, ooh, where where who where do I where do I go for that?
2: It's in Limgrave. <laughs> it's um you know when yeah. you go to Limgrave and you first go up the big hill with all the, the giants and soldiers attacking you? And yeah, and you reach yeah. the first the first bonfire with the lady in it who talks to you? Yes, if you go east of that, there's um a dude in a shack who sells like um sword arts and stuff, and if you put no skill on your shield, l two then changes to your your right hand it, it's such a game changer
1: that is one hundred percent what I need because yeah. I have a one hundred percent physical resistance shield that I want to be using but haven't been using because it just made more sense to have that big r two yeah on the right hand side, Like that's all I wanted on there, yeah. Uh. So personally, I went with Confessor
0: Mm. because I I struggled a bit at first because, you know, I'm so used to Dark Souls that I was seeing Astrologer and Confessor. I was like, what the shit is this? Fuck. Um, And then worked out that it was just different names for stuff. And I was I usually start with a cleric. In Souls games, mm. uh, unless it's Dark Souls three, then I do the the Herald, which had some white magic, um, and I've kind of stuck mostly with it. Well, I was going. I what I usually do is I go cleric and then lean decks, usually to get a scythe. I get enough strength and decks needed for a scythe, and then I'm laughing for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But this time around, I I just don't have. There's no point investing in strength. I I grinded for a scythe. And then got one, mm. and then realized I needed way more points in strength than was worth it for the build I edged into.
1: Yeah,
2: I keep hearing that strength is really, really bad in the end game, and I'm not surprised because we can get to that later. But some of the bosses and enemies in the end game—they're really, really bloodborne fast. Yes, I've bumped and into a lot some of strength
0: fast ones.
2: Yeah, some a lot of strength users are really struggling.
1: Yeah, there's some really fast bosses, right?
2: Yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't want to like put a damper on anything, but um some of the bosses and enemies in the late game took this game from a 10 to a 9 for me. Like huh. they're fucking awful. Like really not they're they're hard in a way that for me was just bad design because It feels to me they balance the game around you having a plus 10 summon. Mm. So the boss design in this game is not like other Dark Souls. It's very haphazard and there's a lot of flailing and there's a lot of really super fast one-hit kill attacks.
0: Well, I find it funny that um, there are a lot of people who say, you know, oh, you're not playing it right if you don't use the summons. And I'm like, first of all, they put them in. Second of all, they're really fun. I've got little cartwheeling tadpole people. And third of all, like you say, Gev, like, some of these bosses seem really designed to be distracted. They are, yeah. Because when all their attention is on you, it's not a fun time.
2: Unfortunately, in my opinion, that makes for less fun boss fights than, say, Dark Souls 3.
1: I sometimes find that to be the case and sometimes not. And I think the big difference to it comes down to what you're using those extra summons (laughs) for. Like, um... There is an optional boss that I found after quite a lengthy quest chain where I went on a lot of quests to go get other NPCs and go do a fight, and that boss felt very reasonable because it was an overwhelming boss fight that was way too powerful because you were meant to go and do things to have distractions to get those openings. It felt designed around it. Mm. Some of them have less so felt like that. Mm. I think more than any souls from soft game before it really benefits um going high stamina and yeah if you can manage it light build if it, it, you know if if not medium I'll say this though. I'll say this though. Unlike with other
0: like soulsborne games I've not felt the pressure to uh, upgrade my stamina as fast as any of the other um stats just
2: waste just, just wait. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I didn't either. The difficult to say the difficulty ramps up in the last fifteen hours or so is an understatement. Like this, yeah. it goes from the okay. easiest Souls game to by far the hardest one in the last fifteen. Like it's not even close. It's it's harder than the Ring City from Dark Souls Three.
1: The thing I've found about its difficulty, though, is even when it's having little spikes and stuff, I'm not getting frustrated because there is always. So many things I can go and do that are like, okay, yeah, I don't feel like I'm having to backtrack. I'll just go explore somewhere else and come back in a minute. You can go away, get experience, come back. You've got loads of different tools, like from
0: co-op summons to those solo summons to item crafting to get you, you know, advantages. Um, That's one of the big difference makers here is you can do lots of different things to face one problem
2: and that's an absolute like godsend for the first three quarters of the game that anytime you come up against something really tough you can kind of uh go out into the open world it does narrow down a bit towards the end and the bosses the bosses at the end are all designed for like really high level players as in you you've you've got your character at its like i was i was a ridic, i was like 160 or something
0: you see i've been worried about leveling too fast no well
2: yeah you this is yeah. the thing it's cuz it's hard to balance this in an open world isn't it and it yeah. you definitely yeah. can overlevel some of the areas yeah. but then when you get to the end game it doesn't matter what fucking i had 60 vigor which is the cap the soft cap and i was still yeah. getting like one-shotted in a flurry by an enemy
1: well, some of these one-shots can fuck off
2: yeah they're bullshit yeah i fucking hate the one shots
1: yeah uh i was fighting a boss up in like northern like northwest Limgrave, and i'd spent so long just exploring the world before going towards plot progression i killed one of the bosses in like six hits and i didn't hate that i was like i get to feel powerful for a second and that's good hold on to that feeling because the game's gonna kick (laughs) my ass again in a minute trust
2: me that does not last into the end game that feeling (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah But I mean I I expect that And I Yeah
2: This game has a boss And Granted this is an optional boss But this boss Imagine Ishin the sword saint From Sekiro right Imagine that speed Imagine that Ishin kills you In one single flurry of hits That you can't do anything to dodge And imagine that Every single time Ishin hits you Even if you block or deflect They gain their health back Oh it's no joke, the hardest, by far, fight ever put into a, a soul game. fucking and awful. I, I had to cheese it by using a plus 10 summon. Like, I had to, like, upgrade my summon to yeah. full to, to, to get through that fight.
0: Oh, I've got no qualms about summoning, like, yeah. human players as well, if I have to. As far as I'm concerned, the game does everything yeah. within its power to fuck you, and... Anything you can do within your power to fuck it back is fair game. Yeah. It's using the tools the game gives you.
2: Have either of you fought Radan yet? Uh,
1: uh, yes, that is, uh, that is the optional boss I fought
2: fucking, today. Fucking hate that fight so much.
1: I've heard a
0: lot... Again, that's one I've not found, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it. Yeah.
1: So I... Worked out a way to cheese that fight that made it uh, infinitely less stressful. Mm. There is something about the narrative about him that you are told before you fight him that clues you into a big weakness you can exploit.
2: Yeah, I unfortunately couldn't find anything with that weakness.
1: Tonight. Yeah did did you did did you get any of the people who could help you in that fight?
2: Oh yeah, I summoned all the little yeah. uh, NPCs and oh. still I would just I would get him down to like. health and then he would just suddenly drag me in and one shot me like out of nowhere just (laughs) he would either put up those meteors or he would do that thing where he grabs you and draws you in and stun locks you and then you can't dodge and i would just i
1: genuinely i genuinely think he might be my favorite oh
2: really boss in
1: a souls game i've ever fought he is ridiculously tough but he telegraphs really well in a way that like He is brutal and he's unforgiving, but you have a lot of tools to get yourself openings to get your hits in.
2: That's so funny, because I'd like rather I would rather fight Bed of Chaos ten times. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give Radan this without spoiling anything. The spectacle and the Yeah. The the theme of the fight is incredible.
1: One thing I want to say about this this game that I I think has really like hit hit me hard is the last open world game to really grab me this way was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I think that this excels past it in a lot of ways, but I think that there is a lot about this game that captures that feeling I had thereof. There's something new around every corner. I'm constantly being sidetracked by little things to go and see, little things to go and find. What I would say is different about this is that I think it, overcomes one of the biggest criticisms I had of Breath of the World, which was I played that game once and never had an urge to come back to it mm. because I'd seen everything and the magic of discovery only really worked once. Mm. I think that this does a much better job of the exploration isn't the whole point. Yeah. Even if you know where you're going, there are, um, there is really good gameplay to pull you along, and that density of content that splattering through of linear, corridored, authored areas.
2: Oh, mm, the dungeons are fin- they're, they're fantastic. The Dark Souls styles style dungeons. Yeah. And there's more than I expected. There, are, there are there are entire hi- There's an entire hidden dungeon. That's massive at one of the biggest dungeons they've ever made that's hidden behind a secret wall at the bottom of a secret pit. That like <laughs> you would never find without player messages. Like, oh my the player messages are awful this time around though. They've really ruined the messaging system, the community.
1: It's been
2: Name a more name a more iconic duo than secret wall ahead, liar ahead.
1: <laughs> it's it's been it's been frustrating. Mm in that I've only found one secret wall in the whole game, and I'm pretty sure there's more that I've walked past, but there I've are. just stopped believing hidden wall messages because...
2: There are lots of them.
1: Yeah, ev- everyone's appraising up high <clears throat> fake hidden wall messages, and it's frustrating.
2: Yeah, and like, try Finger uh. Butthole was funny the first time I saw it in Dark Souls 2, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, there's only there's only so many times you find a message and it's... Fortnite.
2: Yeah. Uh, If only I had a lover. It seems to be everywhere as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I've been really happy with this game's level of being a lot more forgiving in a lot of aspects than past Souls games. Like, I really appreciate there being just checkpoints before every boss.
2: Oh, so much. Yeah.
1: I really appreciate the, the fact that you can bring in npc summons when they're available and oh they died in a fight you haven't lost them forever it's fine yeah so many of the just like oh we're just being mean to you because we can because we're from software Just isn't here
2: wait wait till you hit the end game <laughs> they put oh. all that all that stuff oh. is loaded into the last 10 15 hours all the rotten nasty horrible there because they're like i actually was nearly is this game ruined for me now because for like the first 50 60 hours I was like oh my god this is the best game I've ever played this is fucking magic this is I I cannot find fault with this but by the end of the game there were moments where I actually felt like rage quitting I remember getting to a town full of invisible assassins who would backstab you out of nowhere and you couldn't see them and then the only way to see them was to go and buy this item which revealed them and then you don't you can't use your shield and I just remember at that point thinking, "Okay, I'm fed up with your shit now, game. I'm really fed up, fed up with your." Because this one in that in that last section has more dirty tricks than every other fucking Souls game put together, <laughs> and that includes boss fights. Like there's so many dirty tricks, one hit kills, stuff you can't avoid, traps, and just oh, I, I was really pissed off for a while. <laughs> but like it, it only takes it like from a ten to a nine point five for me. Because f- that first 60, 70 hours are just fucking so magical.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, r- right now, this feels like an impossibly good quality video game. Yeah. Like, where-, where I'm at 65 hours in, it feels like I can't imagine how this could be a much better video game than it is. And who knows? Maybe if I reach that point and I start getting frustrated, maybe I just don't even finish it.
2: I'll be curious to hear what you think. But... The good news is the good parts of the game get even better as it goes along.
1: Yeah, what sort of, what sort of spoiler free, what sort of bits get better as you go?
2: Well, for me, it was all like the atmosphere and the vistas just keep getting more and more impressive. It's like Lim- Limgrave is visually the least interesting area in the game, and that looks beautiful. Mm. But the further into the game you get, the more incredible it looks and the more epic the, the, the buildings get and the architecture and... Again, it's hard to talk without spoilers, but some of the hidden areas are just absolutely stunning.
0: Only in this conversation has the progression of the game clicked for me. Yeah? (laughs) I've only just worked out (laughs) how the bosses are split up and designated. I I was going in order of the little arrows going along on the map, rather than thinking of it by area. Oh, can I go back to my character class? Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like an can add to that from the fact that I went more caster. I started off, you know, doing dex faith. Mm. But then I found claws made out of words.
1: Claws made out of words? Yeah, word claws. It's a faith weapon. I've got little Wolverine claws. I've, I've not heard word claws. Yeah, like it,
0: it basically... I call it claws just because it follows the moveset of claws. Yeah. But they're basically two glowing sentences that stick out of your hand. Uh-huh. They're like these um sort of like physical incantation sort of stuff. Nice. Written in all this flowery writing and then you hit people with them.
2: Like kind of ru- kind of runes.
0: Yeah, sort of they're like sort of um yeah, fancy fantasy language writing. Um just as these long sen- like calligraphic sentences. And you equip those and It it only works like it it scales with faith and that's it. And you can't, unlike the other weapons, you can't mix and match types and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's got one special ability which is fucking awesome, and um, it's like pure faith. Uh, So I went right fuck decks for a minute and pushed myself up because I needed thirty faiths just to equip it. So I've got twenty five plus a talisman and. Yeah. That's where I'm at. So I've got these word claws, and the special ability is just you stick it forward and no one can block it and it eats even off bosses, it eats fucking health. And then I've got the you know, some of the classic Dark Souls stuff, uh lightning, got the the lightning spear, which is really good in this game, along with honing honed bolt, which is lightning coming down from the sky and hitting and no one can dodge it. Mm. You can, if you're incredibly skilled, you can dodge it. But like invaders pop in and I'm just pachow! pa-chow, Yeah. Like Bruce all
1: fucking mighty. I've heard a lot of people say that like magic has gone from being like not particularly great in some of the past Souls games to being like the early game thing to spec into in this.
2: I've seen this crazy laser beam Iron Man thing that people have that just completely melts bosses in like six seconds. <laughs>
0: yeah i believe that's an incantation i saw it once i was co-oping because i do a lot of co-op this is why i'm so like quote-unquote behind because i've just been co-oping so much i was co-oping the tree sentinel because a lot of people i'll talk about it a little later but a lot of people are co-oping for some of the bosses you shouldn't be um but yeah someone threw these fucking lasers everywhere and i'm like i want that um and this was on stream and someone mentioned uh, that it was in because i asked like is it faith or um, intellect and they said it yeah. was a, an incantation so i'm like right another point in the brackets for faith build yeah i want that but what i've got right now with the homing bowl and 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 the usual cleric stuff as well you know like heels and, mm-hmm. and um, regen and stuff
2: i watched someone with that spell on youtube um, and it was against a boss that I had died to quite a few times and was, like, found very difficult. And they literally just pressed one button and melted the boss in about seven <laughs> seconds. They just pressed one button uh, and waited for the boss to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to just stick with going hard on Fife here.
1: Yeah. What well, One thing I've really liked about this is realizing, like even with the amount of time I've put in how much I've missed even in early areas because I'm like I'm I'm a good chunk of the way in and yeah. I, over dinner the other night I was like I'm just going to watch like someone play the opening couple of hours because I'm just curious about like you know some of the other playstyles or whatever and they left the starting like where you first get out into the open world mm. took a slightly different direction and saw something I'd not seen in 70 hours like 2 minutes into the game I was like yep. ah Oh, fuck. I had that same experience. <laughs> yeah. I I turned
0: around at the starting area and then just found a beach and found an entire new set of enemies that I hadn't seen before. Yeah, they're everywhere now, fucking annoying little scrotons But yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, the 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 sheer ability to like just completely not notice. Okay. <laughs> Like, two seconds from the start of the game, there's a fucking dragon that I didn't notice for 70 hours. That's like a minute. Oh, I need to talk about that dragon. Yeah?
0: Yeah, Agheel. Yeah? Agheel the dragon yes. has become basically... The word heel in his name is really fitting because he's become the antagonist <laughs> of my Twitch channel.
2: He's your white whale.
0: My white whale. I co-op a lot. Um, and when I do it in Limgrave, um... And look, all the good Enby's do it in Limgrave. Yeah. Um I throw the thing up and I will get summoned either to the Black Knife Assassin, <laughs> which is a joke boss, or um Agheel the Dragon at the lake. And well that and the tree sentinel. And every time I'm summoned for it and I'm summoned for it a lot, it's made clear just how much that fight is designed for horseback. Huh. Oh yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because, yeah. So you've got co- co-op, you can't summon horses. So that boss, which <laughs> clears a whole lake with its flight pattern and sprays fire in a mile-wide radius, like you're meant to be on a horse for that, but you can't. So even with two players backing you up, you're having a way harder time. And do you know how I know that for sure? Because after hours, nay, days playing, Elden Ring on stream and getting summoned to Agheel fight after Agheel fight after Agheel Agheel fight, only beating it twice <laughs> in all those times, and still like it's easier now now that I've got its entire fucking move set memorized. Mm-hmm. But even then, I still find it a bit tricky at times because it does this back blast that's just a pain in the ass and one shots you. But I discovered it in my game finally after hours after like 40 hours, I saw Aghill, it appeared in the lake for the very first time, and I'm like, right. Time to settle the... Sc- oh, it's over. It was that easy, because I was on the horse,
1: it couldn't hit me. I mean, I fought it on foot and didn't have trouble. I just stayed underneath, like, under its arse, between its legs. It just didn't yeah. know what to do. I
2: I didn't even bother to fight it and, until, like, I had levelled up a lot, and it was just ridiculously easy i think that's one thing that um this this game does kind of have a difficulty slider for like the first 3 quarters of it which is fantastic that like you can level up so much that the bosses become piss easy and yeah. if you if you also level up your particular one or two particular summons they get even easier yeah, and um, I I was very cowardly. Like if I would come across a really like the tree sentinel, I didn't beat that. <laughs> until, yeah, I've like... done
0: that a lot as well. I'll see a, I'll <laughs> see a big boy just like strolling around, and I'm like, no, thank you. I'd rather not.
2: Put a little skull marker on the map. Yeah, and, and make a note to come back to that later.
0: I'd absolutely love to meet you, wailing, thrashing tree covered in sores. But I'll spoil my dinner. Yeah. Me mm. yeah. <laughs> no, thank you.
1: Yeah, I've I've not been doing a huge amount of the summoning other players in, but there's a couple of places where I've like done so, and I've the etiquette of summoning in people's been really nice on this one. Like I've I've yeah, it's felt very well handled um, and very balanced. It's, it's been nice. I feel like I should be doing more at the co-op. It's it's been really fun the times I've done it. Same. I've got so many runarks.
0: Um, the the things you get yeah. um, for co-op and then you can activate the runes that you have. I haven't even got runes yet, but I've got like 50 fucking rune arcs because all I'm doing <laughs> nice. is co-oping, having a blast. Yeah. Um, I just like helping people and sometimes I do. And sometimes they summon me for the Black Knife Assassin and I'm like, why am I here? But it's fine because it's just free XP at this point.
2: Yeah, I love the new co-op system where you can just lay down a sign that lets you be summoned to any anyone that's around the area that you're in.
0: Yes, yeah, because I would sunbrow all the time. Like co-op is yeah. my thing. Yeah. Um, And I would beat a boss and then I would write my summon sign outside after I beat it, post up and help other people beat it. But this time around, like, I don't have to post up somewhere and just hope there's a whole bunch of level appropriate people there. Mm. I can send it out to a wide area and get into a
1: random thing and it's more, just more, holds my interest more. I saw someone make a really good comparison and it's going to be a weird comparison as to what that's like. It's the single rider queue at theme parks where it's, you can go in now if you don't mind not being fussy and getting thrown on where there's a space. Yeah. It's that, yeah, I don't mind where where I go as long as, it, yeah, just, just you need someone, I'll go.
2: I co-opt helping people, but I didn't end up actually summoning other players be, um, apart from a certain couple of fights because shortly after Radan, I found a uh, a summon, like spirit summon, that yeah. was so good <laughs> that it was better... Than any player and me combined. I <laughs> was...
1: suspect I, I I might know what there that was. One there was is. a
2: moment where my computer did some kind of weird update and the game window closed in the middle of a boss fight. And when I managed to get back into the game, the boss was dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good this summon was.
1: Yeah. I will say that the summoning in your 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 Pokemon's and your ghosts and whatever. I think there is a bit of a curve with yeah. how they're balanced that it is a long time before you or at least it was for me before I could improve them in any way yeah, yeah. and they went from being like ah oh, these are amazing to they're dying in a few seconds before i like caught up and they were useful again and like i i find them really useful now but there is a weird bell curve of not usefulness early on
2: the summon i'm talking about there's a few people calling for it to be nerfed but i hope they never nerf it i hope it always stays in the game (laughs) just the way it is
1: <laughs> there are certain things about this game I would still be critical of. Um yeah. I think the lack of a proper quest log. I oh, I yeah. know some people are like, "Oh, it's great that there's no quest log." No, just give me just give me a proper quest log for a game of this size. Let me keep track of what shit I've done and not done.
2: I don't like even even if there was a record of what NPCs have said to you would be lovely. Yeah. Because the NPC quests in this game are there's just no way you can do them without googling it. You just can't. You know, it's too big.
1: Yeah, I've I've already reached the point of having to Google a few and go, okay, where the fuck is this person?
2: There was one quest that the only way to progress it was to go and find the NPC in a dungeon. And it was a dungeon I had cleared like 30 hours ago. <laughs> so how was I, why would I ever have gone back into that dungeon?
1: Yeah, like there's there's certain things about this game that are a little frustrating, but then mm. I end up not caring at all about any of that because it's just...
2: It's just so good. It
1: is so satisfying.
2: I sound like I... I feel like I'm sounding like I'm too negative on the game, actually, because... No, no. It it was an absolutely magnificent experience for 99% of it, you know?
1: Yeah. I've been constantly impressed by this game's just, like, sheer density of stuff. Mm. The sheer level of new things to see, new things to try, constantly. Like, I am overwhelmed at times... By the sheer number of things I could do. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying it.
2: I will say there's a little bit of repetition that creeps in towards the end.
1: I imagine so with a thing of this length.
2: Those tree bosses, there's like... There's a whole lot of them. <laughs> and there's um another boss which uh, you first encounter... You can encounter very early in the game if you use one of those stone keys... And it's a big boss that fills up the whole screen, and it's quite annoying to fight. And that pops up about, like, 20 times as well. <laughs> and it's, every time you see uh, it, you're like, oh, here we go with this again. Have either of you fought a, a Crucible Knight yet? Uh, if I
1: have, I don't know them by name.
2: Okay. Those are my most hated enemy in this game.
1: <laughs> I'm, bad, I'm bad at knowing names of things. Let's see. Have I...
2: They're big knights that that never, never stop attacking. They have endless stamina and they have endless poise and they just never stop. They're super...
0: That just doesn't sound fun.
2: No, I didn't find them fun at all.
0: I will say, the ones that... The enemies where they just do not take the same limitations as you into account, like I noticed that with the invaders,
1: Mm. there is a certain
0: one who can just spam the one magic attack over and over endlessly. Um, doesn't have to deal with stamina or, or limits to anything that it can do yeah. and it's such a fucking oh yeah. was it, mad tongue outbreak, you fucking wanker <laughs> you big hatted <laughs> tosspot
2: there's a particular room in the magic academy where there's a lot of mages firing spells at you all at once and mm. they have infinite Hey, like they can just keep on doing it forever and ever, and 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 it's. Oh, kind of I
0: was there today. Very annoying. <laughs> the range. Yes, I was on the yeah. fucking ceiling, <laughs> and I got shot
2: <laughs> through
1: the floor. Yeah.
2: <sighs> yeah.
1: It's. Yes, there are occasionally just. Enemies that won't play by the functional rules you all expected to, and those can be a little frustrating.
2: It leaves for very few openings to to actually fight back.
1: Yeah, there's been a few points where I've had to go. I'm just gonna have to overlevel myself slightly to do this because I don't. Yeah, I can't find an opening to do this fair.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Uh and again, that's a thing that pops up a lot more in the late game those kind of fights that you're just like how how am I supposed to because there's so many enemies that will do crazy flurries on you and then jump away and you have to run after them and as soon as you get to them they're already in their next attack yeah I find that kind of stuff so frustrating
1: yeah I the, the way I've kind of felt about it is that I keep feeling like so to, to compare it again to Breath of the Wild because it's the thing I keep thinking about in various ways while playing this
2: I I did too by the way it very much reminded me of that game
1: yeah that first time you would find a Lionel in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Completely underleveled, completely overwhelmed. It was just, you. it was doing more than you could deal with. Yeah. I feel like I've had that moment several times and gone, okay, this is that ceiling. Yeah. I've made it up to it. Cool. I dealt with the big, oh, oh yeah, no, the Lionel was just like a fucking moblin. There's things far bigger than that. Yeah. Like the skill ceiling just keeps jumping and
2: jumping. Yeah, yeah. And I like that because at least for that at least for like that that first most the first three quarters say of the game that is always the way you can always find a way to get up and yeah. and out level something if it's too hard for you and I love that some some people don't like that 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 but I love it. I don't I don't like FromSoft games because they're hard. I wish they were a bit easier, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh,
1: agreed. Agreed. I I totally if given the option take it like a, hey, can I just knock this down 10% occasionally on the difficulty just a little, just a smidge.
2: If there's an unbelievably OP spirit summon, I'm I'm using that. As, yeah. as soon as I get one-hit killed by a boss when it's on 10% health, I immediately would go. Nope. I'm bringing in the the spirit summon now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, I, I, as much as it's exhausting having the difficulty conversation pop up around FromSoft games every time, mm. it's made me really happy that, by and large, people have not been as bad about this game with some of the mechanics it's introduced, like... I've not seen any corners of the internet going, you shouldn't be using the uh, the, the, the ash summons because yeah. they're cheating. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be doing that. It's like, there's been a lot more like, no, just use the mechanics. They're there. And...
2: Miyazaki wouldn't put it in the game if it weren't meant to be used.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think the fact that your ash summons cost a bit of your FP justifies them as like, oh yeah, they're a thing I spent some resources on using and maybe that's why, yeah.
2: It's perfectly okay as well to be really proud that you soloed a boss with no summons because that's like a cool challenge that you set yourself but um it's not cool to be shitting on people for using mechanics that are in the game you know it's yeah they're meant to be used
1: i will say sometimes i found it easier not to use the ash summons in some cases in one-on-one fights just because i and i know this is just for me find myself relying on the fact my ash summons will draw aggro And assuming that whatever wind-up is happening won't target me. (laughs) And taking damage I don't need to take.
2: That's happened to me a few times, yeah.
1: Sometimes if I just fight one-on-one with the boss, it's like, yeah, I know if you're winding up, it's coming for me. I will remember to dodge it. I won't just assume it won't get me.
2: That's one thing, actually. Yeah, the ash ash summons I found could make me a little bit lazy at times. and that I wasn't concentrating as much as I should have been. And I would get punished for that. Yeah. So... What's, what's everyone's favorite Ash summon, by the way?
1: Uh I'm still somewhat early i've been one of the really early ones I've been enjoying is the dogs.:
2: Oh yeah, they're great.
1: They're, they're, I remember them being early. I don't remember exactly where they're at.
2: I think they're one the, I think they might be the first one you, you well they were the first one I got for sure.:
1: I know I had them in the castle in that first castle in Limgrave. I know that I had the dogs when I got to Margit, and just the sheer number of them and the fact they move fast has been really helpful
2: the jet the jellyfish is such a legend in the early early game as well
1: (laughs) it's a good tank that was the first one i got it's the person i i learned about the mechanic from was the big my big jellyfish
2: yeah i love that jellyfish that jellyfish is really good against Margot.
1: i imagine so i think the npc tells you to go use let bring them to the Margot fight
2: steph do you have a favorite ash summon
1: yes i do
0: i've been Basically, I didn't know again. Just hours and hours, and didn't even fucking work it out that you could upgrade those summons. for the longest time. Yeah, I didn't know that you
1: could make them stronger. Yeah,
2: you can very easily miss that entire mechanic.
1: Yeah, yeah, I missed the I missed the NPC who could let me do that for ages. Yeah. Yeah. I had the NPC, but didn't figure out like how to progress what they
0: were doing. Yeah, um, but yeah, eventually, same. you know, that's all sorted because. All I was doing, and it's still fucking useful, is using the skeletons. Mm. I had the um yes. the spear the spear pokey so skeletons because yeah, they are at least without me ever having leveled them up until recently, they were best as just a distraction. Yeah, yes, but unlike a lot of the other ones that would be distractions, when they get knocked down, they stand back up unless they're hit again, which the enemies don't often think to do. So you just have way more like mileage out of them.
1: Yeah, I found them very useful in single enemy boss fights in that if you deliberately time it so you wait until the skeletons get knocked down and then you do whatever your strongest attack is to ensure that you draw the aggro back, you give them time to stand back up. You just you you have to like deliberately draw aggro to make sure they can come up, but they're so good for that.
2: They're not so useful against bosses that have big ground AOE slams. Oh, but um, those those skellies carried me through like the first half of the game.
0: However, yeah, they're not my current favorite one. What's your current favorite one? I found something even better. What? I was so excited. Basically, I've to the lakes where the giant lobsters are. and they're lobsters not crayfish I went to the lake where the giant lobsters are and there are these other enemies there and they're awesome they're like little frog people you've probably seen them oh the little, the little frog the people little with the little brown squirrel with a spear yeah. with big yeah. b- big what buggy are they eyes al,
2: al, I think albinurics. they're called yep. yeah,
0: they're yep. albinoric I love
2: the lore I love the lore behind those.
0: They're amazing, and the thing is, is they these they're already adorable when you see them. Like cute little eyes, a yeah. bit like grey aliens almost in the face. But there's something very froggy about them, and they cartwheel. Yeah, they do little cartwheels, and it's incredible. Yeah. And they're yeah. right, <laughs> and then just wandering around the map. I pick up an item, and it's them. <sighs> Sharky and George. Oh. That's what I've called them. You get two little albinurics <laughs> and they just cartwheel around and it's great.
2: Steph, I i have very good news for you, by the way. You can get their head as a, a hat. <gasps> what (laughs) how Uh, i don't know i just know that you can get it
1: (laughs) oh Oh. i'm gonna need to look for that i will say one of my like uh if if i do a second playthrough of this at some point one thing i regret was not taking the um the the little imps that were on offer as a starting gift as an ash summon because i didn't realize what these ash things were i i managed to go into this completely blind i knew nothing about this game going in and i'm amazed i managed to do so i when i saw them in the art starting gifts i assumed they were like a consumable i'd use them up once and they'd be gone i didn't realize i could use them over and over and in hindsight i'm like oh what well, i wouldn't have given for a cool set of little stabby imps at the start of the game and i'm sure there's a way to get them later but uh they seem pretty cool <laughs> oh also side note I've had the game open while we've been uh, while we've been chatting just so that like I I could reference names of things and stuff like that um, I went and found that thing that makes it so I have no um, no art on my shield, and I can just use L two to do my my sheath. Yes. Oh my goodness, this is a game changer! Are I'm you so playing, excited.
2: Are you playing Elden Ring right now? No,
1: no, I I just went to that salesperson, and bought that thing, and tested it for like two seconds.
2: That's how good this game is, folks.
1: I mean, I'm not one to judge. I'm
0: over here googling Alberneuric heads. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, there's a whole set.
1: This game is great Like for any flaws it has And for any struggles I'm going to have When I get to the end of it and whatever I don't remember the last time I got this engrossed In a game Yeah. And god this is really Upped the bar for open world design
2: Yeah absolutely
1: I was playing just before this came out I was playing some Horizon Forbidden West Same. Dropped off it before finishing it And I don't see myself coming back As much as I would like to I'm just like ugh
2: yeah, that's a, that was an interesting game, wasn't it? I I really liked it. Not as much as Zero Dawn, though. I felt it was extremely bloated. And the story just was nowhere near as good as, as in the first game.
1: I was enjoying the story. It's just a case of, if I'm playing an open world, I want it to feel like this. I want it to feel justified being an open world. Yeah. If it's not going to go that way, I kind of wish I could just play a linear narrative Shortened down, Horizon Forbidden West.
2: What is with those Horizon release dates? They come. They continue to uh, tighten fall to themselves with the release dates.
1: They they keep releasing their games like
2: next to genre defining. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's always genre-defining open-world exploration games that completely overshadow their open the, the world. Horizon,
2: horizon 3 will come out the same week as Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: but I felt, you know, I feel bad for them because that is a game that clearly has a lot of love put into it. Like, it's a, it's... I, and I love Aloy as, as as a protagonist, and I don't know, there's so, there's so much to love in that game, but for me it was, um, it just didn't live up to the first game, because not just, I didn't enjoy the story as much, I felt the story jumped the shark a bit, but all of the bloat and the extra mechanics and the extra ammo types and the extra grinding to upgrade armor that they added in, none of that did anything, in my opinion, to enhance the experience at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, there are certain games where more stuff it isn't always better.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, uh, Yeah.
2: And the, you know what? I will say this. There are moments where Elden Ring does fall into that a little bit, where you will get sick of seeing the same kind of boss type for the 20th time, and you're like, oh, come on.
1: Oh, I'm sure. But I mean, look, a- any game that you're going to be playing 100 plus hours, I think that is at some point going yeah. to happen.
2: There's repetition is yeah. it's part of the deal. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It is, but they've, they've certainly... It's been minimal repetition, which has been a really pleasant surprise. Mm.
2: I just love how, um, how they somehow managed to make exploring so interesting in that you never really know what you're going to find over the next ridge or... You see a cool tower in the distance and you go there and it might be a, a little puzzle or it might just have a couple of enemies and an item or it might have an entire little NPC side quest or... Yeah. I don't know. There's just so They did such a, a wonderful job of making you want to go out and find things.
1: It really avoided that feeling of... We've copy pasted the same content chunk in a different flavor every twenty feet.
2: Have either of you gone south to the weeping Peninsula?
1: I've not gone
2: south, so south of Limgrave, there's like an entire other area that's like a low level early game easy area with like its own little cool little side story
1: <laughs> i can I can see it on the map, I can see it shaded out, and I've yeah, I've just never been there, huh. That's the thing about this game. I have no sense of where is dangerous and where's not.
2: If you ever get frustrated and pissed off and need somewhere to chill out, that little southern island is a great place to go.
1: I will remember that is a place I can go because I just... that It's on my map and it hadn't mentally registered as existing.
2: It's like the polar opposite of Caelid to the east. <laughs> Hell, the hellscape ah. that is Caelid. <laughs> <laughs> ah. One really clever thing they did with this game is that the map is only as big as what you've explored so far. So you don't actually know how big the map is until you unlock a new area.
1: Yeah, it's been nice not overwhelming you with scope until you make that progress. Yeah,
2: because most games will let you scroll over the entire fogged out map when you begin the game but Elden Ring yeah. doesn't do that you can only the map is only as big as what you've uncovered and I love that
1: yeah a little bit at the edges to go there's something here but unless you go there who knows yeah yeah did anyone have any last things we wanted to say about this before we wrap up
0: I'm already part way through the quest line that will take me to where I need to go to get the albinuric head <laughs> <laughs> this is oh.
2: massive, people. I'm so glad I was able to contribute this to your, your adventure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn right. I, I thank you kindly.
1: <laughs> I mean, and I thank you kindly for letting me know I can do my cool unsheath move and mm-hmm. also have a shield. It's not one or the that other.
2: Such. I found oh. in actually, uh, in one of the very first forts in the game, in Limgrave, I found this bloody slash art mm. um that is super overpowered and carried me through like most of the game until i found the Horfrost stomp which is just broken <laughs> uh. but i i love that that there's so much broken great stuff to find and i hope they i hope they don't nerf it because it's fun to have those
1: it, again it's i appreciate it in the same way that i did breath of the Wild, where it's like you can just sprint through a way overpowered area and go get something really cool and really powerful that can carry you and that isn't a thing they're locking off Because it's like, no, the, the thing's there If you can get there, go ahead
2: Like, I, I completely understand Why the PvP community don't like Some of the overpowered stuff Because yeah. obviously that would be very frustrating to deal with But as someone who never does that, for me It was amazing to find all these Like, every so often you'd find something Super OP
1: Hmm <laughs> Oh well, in that case, I think this is probably a good place for us to wrap up. Uh, we should do self-promoting things.
2: I think Steph Steph has has lost interest <laughs> now and is off on a new a new Elden Ring adventure.
1: <laughs> I'm firing the PS5 up as we speak. I've got me a little <sighs> frog face to wear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh gavin uh the people who don't know what you're up to at the moment what are you what are you up to and where pe- can people find you
2: um i play music for all the people who've joined over the last couple of years and you can find my songs on youtube itunes spotify everything under miracle of sound and uh things have really fucking blown up in the last year like super blown up with the music so that's awesome it went like my average views per m- month have, like, gone five times more than they ever were in the last year, which is crazy. Yay! So finally all those, like, two decades of, of trying to have a hit finally paid off.
1: <laughs> Huzzah! Yeah. Uh, so that's all at Miracle Sound in all the places. You do all the stuff. Huzzah! Yeah. Laura! Me?
0: What about you, though, people need... What? Um, what if they're like, well, I want to read words and listen to things and see things like that Laura has done? What would they even
1: do about that? Christ! I mean, Laura K. Buzz in all the places is where you'd go. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, that's the one that pays the bills. Uh, got a couple of books coming out in the next year. Um, as as people know, I've got um, Me and My Dysphoria Monster coming out in August. Uh, Who Hunts the Whale coming out in the next year, I can't tell you when, but I know when. But just keep an eye on Laura K Buzz, because I have some big projects just sort of waiting to happen. So Laura,
2: I have a question for you. Yeah. How many podcasts are you on these days?
1: Okay, right now, Queer and Pleasant Strangers, Podquisition, Dice Funk, I think it's just the three at the moment. No.
2: There was a while there that w- there were four or five, weren't there?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I've I, i I've had some, some peaks higher than that, but at the moment, just just three.
2: I think there was a period there where all three of us were overworking a little bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
2: for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah, I, but, I, uh, I
0: scaled wide, way,
1: way, way back.
2: Yeah. Me too
1: Same Good for the soul Yeah You know what else is good for the soul? A certain other person who's on Patreon It's James Stephanie Sterling Oh Oh my god It really is me Uh, Yes Patreon.com
0: Slash Jimquisition That will support all of uh, The nonsense what I do On the internet For you to enjoy Uh, I also live stream It's been pretty much wall to wall Elden ring lately um but you can come see me fight ag heel for the fucking 60th time (laughs) and twitch tv slash jim sterling um also uh tickets are sold out but i will no doubt live stream my first uk match um wrestling match at north ncl north wrestling in newcastle on march 26th i know um a fair few fans are planning to come up Laura is going to be there. I can't wait. I'm going to be there. I'm real excited. Yeah, so, you know, maybe I'll get to choke slam another Tory.
2: I showed my wife the uh, video of you crawling around on, on the tomtax. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, they sting a bit.
2: Yeah, that looked that 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 is some serious dedication to your oh, craft.
0: Yeah, well, I I've always wanted to do it and I'm really glad I did. Um uh, weird to say. Um but yeah, yeah, uh, that's all that. Um so there'll be more news on Commander Sterling's exploits soon. Um until then, we will be back with the regular podquisition. Um Whenever
1: next week, I believe next week. Next yeah, we'll week. be re- we'll be back regular one. I think we'll have Conrad back ah, next gotcha. week.
0: Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, thank you for being on, Gavin. It was lovely to have you on again.
2: It's nice to be back. Thank you for asking me.
0: um So yeah, this has been the Elden Ring spoiler cast. Uh, thank you for it. Yeah, bye.
2: Spoiler ish. Spoiler ish cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>